Hey, and welcome to the Badger Talks podcast, the podcast that shares interviews with experts from the University of Wisconsin-Madison community about their work, programs, and research, and what they're like as people too. I'm your host, Ben Rush. Listening to this podcast will also give you a sneak peek of an upcoming longer talk by each guest. Our guest today, Kate Corby, will give a talk called The World Needs Dance, a conversation about the possibilities for dance as a vehicle for personal, interpersonal, and community transformation on May 24th at noon central time virtually. A link to the virtual talk as well as past and upcoming talks is in the show notes. For now, let's dive into the interview with Kate Corby. Hi, Kate. Thanks for joining me on the Badger Talks podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I am pretty pumped to have folks from the dance school on here as my background is in science. So it's, it's a bit of a different world, but it's also fun to see where those can line up sometimes. Can I start with some basic information about you, including your name and pronouns? My name is Kate Corby and I use she, her pronouns. Fantastic. And if someone was going to bump into you on the street, what might you look like today? I am 5'5", white woman, brunette, and today I am wearing a black tank top. All right. And any identities you'd like to highlight about yourself? Often being a mom comes up in, in conversation and in my work. All right. Well, we'll we can dive into why you're here with us. Uh, what's your role on UW-Madison's campus? I have been in the dance department since 2008. I'm a professor. I am also... Uh, excuse me, the incoming chair of the Department of Theater and Drama. I've seen uh, your extensive work on campus too, which I'm excited to dive into. Do you have any go-to phrases that you like to explain to family and friends about what you do on campus? That is an awesome question. I uh, have a sort of self-deprecating thing. I talk about how I have a terminal degree in rolling around on the floor and crying. Um, and then I'm an expert in rolling around on the floor. But what I and usually... Crying. And crying. But, but mostly rolling around on the floor. Uh, but folks in town, um, and actually folks on campus, I will uh, let them know that um, I'm housed in the oldest dance department in higher ed in the world. We established the first dance program, the first degree program in dance in higher education in 1926 and have been teaching movement in our building since 1916. Wow, I had no idea. That's really awesome that that's on campus. And I was able to see, um, you know, you, you've done a variety of dance, I think, and, and toured, and you've also done some work with the community. Just off the bat, are there any topics that you really like to explore within dance? Well, I'm the co-director and co-founder of Performing Ourselves, which is a community outreach program based in Madison that combines principles from dance education and dance movement therapy to work in community centers and schools, uh, mostly with elementary age youth. And that was founded in 2012. I saw that it usually takes some undergraduate students, they're, they're hired to help instruct some of these classes. Are you taking these undergraduates and perhaps yourself to the community centers themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, originally it started as an outreach, like a genuine outreach. So uh, trying to make it as accessible as possible using existing community center programming already scheduled and dropping in with a 45-minute movement dance class. And at our 
Biggest point, we, I think we were in nine community centers. Now we are hosting some community center sites at Madison Youth Arts Center. And then we started school programming a couple of years ago. So we are part of a larger research project through the UW Arts Collaboratory. It's a National Endowment for the Arts Research Lab. And we're looking at the efficacy of arts education on social emotional learning. And right now, the Performing Ourselves teachers and our partner programs are in um, one elementary school in Madison, and our project will conclude with a second elementary school in Madison. And I would really love that aspect. Um, I think oftentimes we think of education as reading books, regurgitating facts, but you know, as, as your group has suggested, learning is also through movement. Uh, and I also really like that you are highlighting emotional learning too, which isn't often taught in schools. I'm, I'm curious, like, how did you get to want to start the outreach program and kind of focus on those topics? Well, before our pilot program, I was a volunteer through Big Brothers Big Sisters. And I took my little sister, who was in sixth grade, to register at Black Hawk Middle School. And after registration, she and her mom and I went around the tables to discuss after-school activities. And the only options for sixth grade girls in that year at Black Hawk was um, wrestling, which just seemed, I don't, I'm not even actually sure if they were offering that to girls, and tennis. And uh, I was flabbergasted. And so we started the pilot program at her community center nearby. And that was our pilot program at Kennedy Heights Community Center. And I think, it, you know, it started with maybe 10, 10 students. I, before I became a parent, I was pretty annoyed with the lack of physical education, the lack of creativity in traditional schools. And then when my kids came closer to school age, I started to get appalled about uh, limited recess and the, the way that we try to control students' bodies in classrooms um, and pragmatically having to sit all day. Uh, and be expected to learn uh, as a kinesthetic person myself, even though I did fine in traditional education, seems um, seems problematic. And I think especially now, as, as so many young people are struggling after the pandemic, um, struggling with self-regulations, um, you know, literally behind academically, whatever that means, I, I think it's even import more important to get full-bodied, respectful movement education into schools, in addition to tapping into all of the arts and the power of arts education for young people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I think I've learned as an adult that movement is really integral to expression and, and learning. And I do wish like, oh, that was a bit more of a focus in elementary school. I always like to ask folks who are on here, what do you hope people in Wisconsin get from either your research, your programming, uh, your community efforts? Oh, a respect for their body, respect for for other people and their, and their embodiment and the realization that you, you can't ignore your body. <laughs> There's this idea that, you know, we have a body, but we are our bodies. And if we don't take care of them and learn about them and pay attention to them, they will make themselves known. And this is it, not new information you know, in terms of the importance of health, obviously, but 
in particularly the study of dance, the study of dance in higher ed or at any age offers a lens uh, through which to look at, at oneself and one relationship to one another in the world that is really unique, uh, encompassing both the physical and the creative, in addition to all the intellectual pursuits that, that dance can offer. Uh, it's an untapped resource. It's marginalized for a variety of, variety of reasons, our cultural fear and often hatred of the body, misogyny, uh, a reliance on written traditions rather than oral traditions. And I, if I could just you know, scream from the rooftops, like the amazing history that has happened in our building alone, um, and you know, constantly want to invite people to come see what our our students are doing, and you know, make the case oftentimes to parents that um, really don't want want their kids to major in dance or desperately want them to double major, which is great. But this is an academic endeavor that is is worthy and is going to help students have fully sustainable lives. Hmm. I think that's that's really touching. And I'm, I'm glad, you know, there's folks out there like you that are pushing for it. Is there anything you'd like to share uh, about your work or anything interesting that's coming up on your end? Yeah, I, a few years ago, I made a dance for the stage called Dance Like a Man, which is looking at the male dancing body as a, um, a site of conversation about um, gender identity um, formation as youth, but also just more broadly, gender identity. And we recently made that into a film, which we are currently editing. Uh, a number of local collaborators, including two local uh, youth that play the younger versions of dancers with whom I've been working for over a decade. So we're excited to premiere that soon. I'm, I'm not sure yet when we're going to finish the final edit uh, or where it will be screened, but uh, it was filmed here in Madison in Og Hall and in a, on a hill in a, in a park in Fitchburg. And we're really excited to share it with our communities. All right. I'll keep my eye out for that. One last question for you. I always like to end on a question that help listeners to get to know folks who are on here a little bit more. When was the last time you laughed really hard? Oh, I think probably at my one of my kids <laughs> this morning. I don't know exactly what, but... I imagine they said something very surprising or um, outed me in some way, shape or form to someone after uh, remembering a conversation that they probably shouldn't have been privy to. Sounds like a kid. <laughs> well, Kate, thank you so much for being on the Badger Talks podcast. I hope you have a good rest of your day and I look forward to your talk. Thank you. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for listening to the Badger Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed the interview. And if you want to catch more of Kate, check out her talk on May 24th at noon central time. The link to her upcoming talk and talks by other University of Wisconsin-Madison experts is in the show notes. Until next time, be well. The Badger Talks podcast is a creation by UW Connects and Deep Within Data Media. Music composed by Bill Purdy and played by the University of Wisconsin-Madison Marching Band. The podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by Deep Within Data Media. <laughs>